ladies be like, uh, I don't know about this sex thing. And then when push <laughs> comes to shove, oh, they're God. like, uh, they know. Yeah, I know. They know all the tricks. Oh God! Oh, God. All the tricks. Oh God! Pro butt and butt. And butt. <laughs> Temporary <laughs> butt. I know them all. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I, I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. Why did I feel that anger machine? Stop drawing this comic please nobody cares about any of this no of course not 20 no <laughs> yeah, we do we have loyal listeners i take that back i do because we do have loyal listeners and i want to thank them yeah we also have listeners that curse our name every time they put a podcast on <laughs> right because they they're as obsessed as we are and we're yeah. helping people yeah and if it's only a few that's that's you know our purpose yeah yeah well i uh, god put us here to do this podcast to help people oh boy oh i boy. know cuz god has nothing else to think about <laughs> no not what now but, no <laughs> oh everything's just so great right now that What's god on? only has to think about yeah. nine chickweed rage yeah um, I'm about to do something that's going to drive you crazy, but I worry that if I do some wild gesturing, yeah, we, uh, I'm going to hit. I have cleaned out the closet, and I have a whole bunch of hangers here. Can okay. you hear them? And they're and I'm afraid I'm going to hit them. Okay, so you want to move them? I'm just moving them back so okay. I don't hit them. I don't know. But I mean, I went crazy. crazy. I am purging. Well, because you know we're going to New York. We're going to New York. We're going to New York. The Big Apple, they call it. Brooke, tell me why you're going to New York. Why are you going to New York? I'm so glad you asked. I I did the whole (laughs) hanger bit, so you would ask. (laughs) Uh I have to make these hangers. I'm going to be trodden the boards. <laughs> trodden the boards on the Broadway? On the Broadway, the Great White Way, the Broadway. Ah, you don't say. I do. It's a, a a new, a brand new smash hit musical, we hope. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was a smash hit in our out of town in D.C. last year. Once Upon a One More Time. Once Upon a One More Time. It's, that sounds like it might have something to do with Britney Spears. Yes, yes, it's a play on words. It Ah. does. You were right. It's a play on baby one more time, but it's Ah. once upon a one more time. Um, Yes, and John Hartmere, our good friend, wrote the book. That's another another theater term, the book. He wrote the book. It's not a script. It's a book. Oh, the music is Britney The music Spears. is all the Britney Spears songbook. Ah, so it is, a, it is what is known as a jukebox musical. Is that what they Jukebox call it? musical. However, it's not about her. It's not a bio musical. Ah. It's a twist on a fairy tale. Ah. It's, 
It's actually very funny and I'm very, very excited. Good. For if it. I do say so myself, I'm very it's excited. Very exciting. But we're moving the whole operation. But listeners, don't worry. I have a closet in New York. We will <laughs> be doing the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure they're very. Very oh my god! Now, you're rearranging your closet right now I instead am. of listening. I am. I just noticed that I put um, pajama bottoms where the t-shirts go. Oh my god! How can I go? What I'd, an idiot! I'd be fucking staring god. at that all podcast. It would distract me. Oh, I know. I know. Anyway, continue. Continue. What a boob! <laughs> Putting the pajama bottoms where the t-shirt. It's the same I'm, thing. T-shirts training. are pajamas. Full. No, it, it was tops versus bottoms. It was bottoms. I had bottoms where tops go. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. You're making us sound like idiots to our listeners. <laughs> you had the tops, bottoms oh, where the tops go. Oh, or the bo- now, tops where the bottom. Now I'm making us sound like idiots <laughs> to our listeners. That. I finally crossed. What's it called? The Rubicon. You've done it. I finally it. crossed into like, oh, now we look like idiots. Yeah. Yeah, because, oh, my as God. As opposed to screaming. They look up to us, Jeff. As opposed to screaming. They look up to us. About ellipses. <laughs> well, that's the problem is that I wanted to do ellipses today. Right. You were, you were I saying. I can't. Right. You were, I, before we digressed, because I had to move um, some laundry from one shelf to another and it's closet. dirty it's laundry is no. laundry always dirty no because no. there is dirty laundry and there's regular laundry yeah so laundry is just clothes <laughs> but to me laundry is like it's what's in the basket you know and you take out to clean it that's laundry what are <laughs> what are cows what are cows Okay, so anyway, you were saying that the one person who reviewed us very kindly suggested two storylines that we should invest in. Yes, yes. And we were tempted because very recently, within weeks of of this day that we are recording our podcast, there was a... Nine Chickweed Lane that was uh, that we were alerted to by one of our listeners, where it was uh, Brooke McEldowney talking about the proper use, believe it or not, of an ellipsis, and it was yeah. we feel and it's something we will we won't discuss it any further because we right, want because to go we into go, we it want in a we're actually episode. doing it at some but point, but it really felt like. It really felt like um, he's responding to us. Yeah, it's like he's listening. So anyway, that. But and if you that- are listening, Brooke McEldowney, stop <laughs> drawing this comic, please. Um, Thank you. Okay. So sorry. anyway, so but instead, there's something that was recommended to us, and are we launching into? A, it's uh, the the, um, the cello competition. The cello competition. This is what was recommended to us was one of the two things was you should dive into the cello competition mm-hmm. where Amos and Etta, I guess, finally do it. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's what we're doing. So we're, we're I'm kind of today. going in. I didn't go completely back, but we've got to go in to get this one. So I've started here. There, It's so long. Of course, that there is. are some I've pulled out to be on perfectly honest. 
Okay. I have to pull some out that are like, it's just, because we'd be doing this for a year and a half. <laughs> Okay. It's it's so long and involved. But this is where we're starting okay. with Let's, Amos and Etta. Here we go. It feels, it feels like we're getting into it, so I think we should. Uh, it's a natural way for us to get into. And this was back in 2008, late mm-hmm. 2008, November mm-hmm. 3rd, 2008. But I will say that when Etta is very young, she's like... Sex obsessed, sexy obsessed, looking at, you know, do do guys, do you find me sexy, Amos? Do I, you know, all this stuff. And just now, they're going to have sex. This is what drives me crazy. It's like, like these two wouldn't have been like humping each other in, you know, third grade on the monkey bars or whatever. Well, as as one of our, uh, I think it was... It could have been in that review that we got, or it was a Twitter follower who said, "If you looked into Brooke McEldowney, you'll see that he's uh, he's a devout Catholic." And yeah. So I think yeah. that I think that ties in, into this, like his his Catholicism and his like internal battle of of like rejecting that and accepting it. I think is in full display in these comics full display you know he's he's locked into this very patriarchal view of the world and not you know not just because he's an old rich white man but also because he um because of the catholicism i yeah. think and he's a so, lifelong catholic yeah yeah so it doesn't it's no surprise that it's like that there would be you know this uh the two sides of the coin that like, oh, before, like when it's just a uh, an amorphous idea, having sex is an amorphous idea. She's obsessed with it. But then the closer she gets to it, then she has to be she has to resist it a little bit. Otherwise, yeah. um, otherwise, she's no longer a Madonna. Right. She's a whole. Oh, so, God, man, that was good. Jeff Dre. I just say that was impressive. That was impressive. I was just, I cut and pasted from my brain talking about the films of Martin Scorsese and how he (laughs) deals with women and applied (laughs) this because it's exactly the same. It's exactly the men are all exactly the same. It's just, it's the same thing. Anyway, so. But but also with the Catholicism. Yes. So he's a practicing Catholic? That part is unclear. Because can you imagine being like, you know, shaking his hand during the piece or whatever? I mean, you'd be like, what has that, what's going on? You're like, what does he say? Like when you leave church and you're saying goodbye to the priests and, you know, thanks for the great sermon. And they, they're like, hey, loved your cartoon yesterday. You know, like, what does he, what does he say to everybody? I think he probably does um, high five and then down low too slow. And does the thing where he does a back on his hair. He like, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. High five. Oh, I was just slicking back my DA hairstyle. Oh, my God. My DA. <laughs> From Greece. From Greece. Oh, my God. The DA. You would the think DA. it stands for district attorney. No, no, no. No, it stands for duck's ass. That's what DA du- stands for. Oh, because, I was thinking district because attorney. Because when it's slicked back I was actually behind, yeah. It looks oh. like a duck's ass. Oh, I see. I was thinking 
Actually, I was I, thinking Lenny Briscoe has that hairstyle too. Yeah, Lenny, oh, Lenny Briscoe. Yeah, yeah. Lenny Briscoe. Jerry mm-hmm. Orbach. Who? Uh, yeah, it, he does. He does. Lenny and, Briscoe soothes me. By the way, and, it yes. was. It was. I watched Law and Order and loved Jerry Orbach. Yeah. And then the animated version of Beauty and the Beast came out. And this is before, of course, this is before the internet. So, like, how would I know this? Because I don't live in New York and I'm not uh, steeped in Broadway culture. (laughs) I will be. (laughs) uh, You will be very soon. soon. But. I remember like being like, oh, who did the voice of of the candle? It's like it's Jerry Orbach. That's so weird. Like I had no idea no, that, he had a a life, that he was yeah. a Broadway star and a singer and yeah. all of that. It's like, yeah. of course, had it been during the Internet, like you would have found that out right yeah. away. Yeah. But instead it was like it was so weird. It's like dis- discovering that like Ed Asner is like a song and dance man or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was so right. like it was the last guy in the world you expect to have a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. And, that's and, you, Lenny it made, and you love him even more. I mean, you're like, how is oh, it yeah. possible to love him even more? And oh, you yeah. do. Yeah. Anyway. No, he's, um, he was the greatest. He's yes. just amazing. OK, so um, so we're on uh, November 3rd, 2008. And we begin... <laughs> Brooke, the longer I do this, the more I just I fucking hate looking at Amos's face so much. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. Every time I, I look know, at I'm him, sorry. I just want to. Even with the the five week break. Yeah, still, I just I want to. The first thing I want to do softened. is just punch him right in the face. Okay. Um, I just uh, anyway. So um, he is holding. I guess he's sitting, and uh, Etta is sitting in his lap. He's got. Um, it's weird. I thought he had his arm under her knees, but she's just propping them up somehow. I guess they're uh, – who knows what they're it, sitting on? Let's say it's a couch. Okay, so he's sitting. He's sitting. Yeah. She's sitting in his lap, and she's snuggled. She's nuzzling her head into the nape of his neck. His glasses are, of course, down at the bridge of his nose. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, not a big deal, but um, he's on the left. She's on the right, so she speaks first. She speaks first. Okay. <laughs> it's just – it's it's I always. Mean, it's always. I mean, why not? It, like, why <laughs> – why yeah. make things make sense or be easier? Anyway, so they're sitting there. This is obviously a tender moment. And Edda says, After we heard Hillary Hahn play, all you could talk about was her. You seem obsessed. You don't understand. It was her playing regular ellipsis. It transfixed me. I can speak of Hahn and Heifetz in the same breath. And then we're in the next uh, panel. We're off to the side so we can see Ada's face more clearly. She's no longer nuzzling him. She's looking at him doe-eyed. And he says, but nobody will ever share one of my breaths with you. Period. <laughs> Drop down a line. Ellipsis. You are my one and only obsession in life. Ellipsis. Drop down a line. Ellipsis. My exclusive and eternal infatuation then the next panel she kisses him and then in the final panel she has pulled away and he has covered his mouth and there's a hick like he has the hiccups you know (laughs) frankly i have to tell you until that moment you described it i thought she was covering his mouth 
It could, it could be. I mean. Yeah, but it's just, but it's so poorly drawn that I thought, I, that's just what I thought. I was okay. like. Okay. Well. All right. So. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I want to tell you, I literally almost started with the ellipsis one that we think is speaking to us with because of these. Yeah. Because I was like, they don't make any sense. No, no, it's uh, there is there's literally no reason you would end a sentence with an ellipsis and then start with another ellipsis like in the same in the same word bubble. And just just uh, an FYI, the uh, Heifetz is, of course, Yasha Heifetz, um, a Russian born American violinist. And was he also a composer or is it just. No, he's just a famous. Uh, he's just a famous violinist. So okay, so I can is, speak of Han and Heifetz in the same breath. Is what okay. Maybe we've that. missed something. You know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt that we've missed something in the ones that I've cut out. And obviously, they've been having a fight because he, she thinks he's into Hillary Han. Right. He's into Hillary Han, and okay. I mean, you know. But really, I can speak of Hahn and Heifetz in the same breath. I I just don't understand it. I mean, the- I I really don't either. I mean, I guess he maybe um, maybe he compared her playing to that. Yes, of Yasha okay. Heifetz, yes, let's say. okay, okay. And let's so say that he's just saying I like. Those two are like the same. Oh, I see. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I can speak of Han, but nobody will ever. Yeah. Nobody. But actually, it would be better for those, like those sentences to run together, you know, like be a comma. I can speak of Han and Heifetz in the same breath, comma, but nobody ever will share one of my breaths with you. Like he put it over. So you're like, what? I can speak of Han and Heifetz in the same breath, period. Right. But nobody will ever share. You know what I mean? Like, why didn't you put that in the same bubble? Before I get to the ellipses, let me say that he's he's trying to be poetic here with, I can speak of them in the same breath, but nobody will ever share one of my breaths with you. I don't know what that means. Share one of my breaths. No one will ever share one of my breasts with you. I guess I will never speak of somebody else and you in the same breath. Yeah, because it's no comparison. Right, but it... You know, like Han and Heifetz are are both so good, I can speak of them together. But yeah. you're, you're, two, you're a, you know, a one in a million. I mean, yeah, one of a kind, it's, rather, it's, one of a kind. Yeah, but it's it's still like it still like doesn't like stick the landing. As no, it's just dumb. a turn of phrase. No, like it's, it's just, just dumb. no one will share. You know, like if you said that to a woman that you were romancing, like no one will ever share one of my breasts with you. She might be like, mm, I don't get what you're. I don't understand what you're getting at. <laughs> Can you uh, yeah. stop being such a pretentious boob and just tell me what's on yeah. your mind? But then, um, <laughs> well, and also, what was that? No, sound? I went. <laughs> it, I laughed and like oh, okay. I just it, through this because zoom. I was thinking about this it's, thing. I was, and then sounded I sounded like a tuba I, fart anyway <laughs> through the Zoom. Just so you know, a tuba f a r t. Yeah, what's like that? A, like a, Why would a tuba f a r t? They ate some chili. <laughs> 
First of all, I'd, I'd, I'd love that you still insist upon spelling it out, even though you love fart jokes and fart I sounds. do. I do. I just can't um, say it. And, uh, no, it sounded like a cross between – like it sounded like a fart that sounded like a tuba playing. Oh, I see. Okay. I thought fart. you were – okay, gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. I'm just not – I'm not running on all no. eights today, but I, it takes me a while to get today. <laughs> today, I know truly. Oh, if I told you what happened in my, I can't tell you, but any, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> but great. anyway, this makes for um, great podcasting. Yeah, great I podcast. I can't tell uh, you. Once we once we stop recording, I'll tell you. I'll this tell very you. Very interesting thing. Uh, but the but so the you're my one and only obsession. Women do not like to hear men say obsession to them. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not a good word. No, it, When it a is, man though. becomes obsessed yeah. with a woman. It, it is, though, in, in Brooke McEldani's universe. Just yes. as the attention that uh, Thorax, in the last episode, that Thorax put on Verity Dupee. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was like jokingly called stalking, but it truly yeah. was stalking. Yes, but it was. That was. But it's positive stalking. Right. Okay, yeah. An obsession. This is a positive obsession. But just like it, you just hear like when, when a man is obsessed with a woman, that's just. No, it's a negative. NG, not good. It's a negative. <laughs> yes. It's NG. NG. It's NG, not good. NG. NG, I-M-H-O. My exclusive and eternal infatuation. Right. Okay. So and what's infatuation? Infatuation doesn't mean something deep, does it? Like a deep love? Well, let, let's see what the... I, 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 infatuation just means like a... To me, me I, it's kind of fleeting or something. I, just like, I literally wrote infatuation. <laughs> Tuba infatuation, I said it. Yes! There you go. <laughs> Infatuation, an intense, but get this, but short-lived. Yes, passion. that's what I thought. It meant fleeting. Yes. Yeah, it's fleeting. So once again, but, so eternal infatuation. The once again, the master of the English language has used a word incorrectly. Incorrectly, eternal infatuation makes no sense. Nope. Nope. Jumbo shrimp. Jumbo um, shrimp. Yes. Anyway, the my point is it lessens the impact of what he's saying for him to be so hesitant with these ellipses. To be like, Truly. no one will ever share one of my breasts with you. Uh, uh, you are my um, one and only obsession in life. Um, mm, uh, mm. Uh, my exclusive and eternal infatuation? Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. He'll make her forget that I'm obsessed yeah. with Hillary Hahn. Yes, yes, yes. I oh stuck the landing on... Stuck the landing. On Amos's patented panty dropper. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Terrible. Oh, God. But then it's like... It's like, this'll do it. I'll say you're my one and only obsession and my eternal infatuation and exclusive. Oh, it works. She kisses him. Yeah, it works. It works. It works on her. So let's move on to the next one. Okay. And so now we're post hiccup. Mm -hmm. And and so he's explaining to her. Mm-hmm. And they're still in the same position. She's sitting on his lap. Sideways. Hold on, though. Let's say, uh, hold 
on. Hold, Hold the on. phone. He's on the left. He speaks first. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Balloons dropped yeah. down. Oh but they don't God. have helium in them because you can't do that in Burbank anymore. They won't fill a balloon with helium. Well, that's nice. Well, they'll fill a they'll fill a non mylar balloon, but they will not fill mylar balloons with helium and because they float up and they get tangled into the power lines and they cause power outages and fires and fires and also like a little bird can get stuck in it. And... Yeah, that's all right. What? <laughs> I remember when we were uh, in we were little and in church they had this. Balloon day, uh, where you tied a message of like goodwill, and you know, and so someone would find the balloon and have this yeah. message, you know, on it. And <laughs> I look back on that and I'm like, how many birds died? Oh, you should look up videos <laughs> I mean, of the Cleveland Balloon Fest 1986. It was oh an no. event, the United Way sponsored. They tried to set a world record by releasing almost 1.5 million balloons, and it was immediately a disaster. It is. It is. The That's videos so upsetting. are insane. Oh my God. The videos are insane. And it's something my, oh my a buddy God. of mine who lives in Cleveland um, always talks about it. He talked and like that and the fact that the that once the river was on fire, and, you know, <laughs> because it was so polluted. Yeah. 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 The Cuyahoga river was, was on fire once everything. It's better in Cleveland now, but this was, it was like, oh it was God. a really, they had to shut down the airport. They had like, yeah. I mean, it was just, <laughs> of course they had to shut down the airport. It would go right in the engines of the, yeah. Yeah. The um, could like there was like oh somebody God. two fishermen were reported missing on the day of the event and rescuers couldn't get out to them because of <laughs> all of the balloons in the air like it was it was an unmitigated disaster <laughs> anyway balloons <laughs> okay just all the things we used to do oh i know i know that yeah. we're so bad for the environment and for animals. <laughs> Somehow, I think I think it was in elementary school in science. We had mercury, liquid mercury, okay, which which oh is my. poison. And even if you like hold it in your hands, like you can absorb some into your skin and it's like bad for your organs, right? Because it's a heavy metal. For a long time, I had an old, like a matchbox, you know, that you slide out. I had a matchbox with a bunch of liquid mercury in it. And I would take it out and play with it. Liquid mercury. What they used to put in thermometers, and they no longer do because they oh broke. My God. I, I broke Brooke <laughs> by talking about playing playing with a heavy metal. <laughs> Jeff Drake, like I gotta get out my mercury. Like it was, it's cool. And when you look at liquid mercury, you're oh, like, oh, it's amazing. cool. Yeah, it's very it's cool. cool. It's, it's also cool. deadly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
So, okay, so now we're post-hiccup. <laughs> we're on the second one of these. While I'm Bro- going to get the hiccup. While Brooke recovers. Uh, and <laughs> just... Now, on this one, now it appears that they are sitting on a bed. Yeah. Like, it really looks like they're sitting on a bed, the way it sort of gives under their weight. And he's got his hand on her knee. Her knees are still up. She's still sitting sideways on his lap. And he says, it's my nerves and these stupid hiccups. I just want to go home. What? He's sitting, even if it's a couch and not a bed, but let's say it's a bed. He's sitting on a bed. They haven't done it. She's sitting on his lap in a short skirt. Yeah. She has just kissed him and he hiccuped and he's like, I want to go home. I want to go home. (laughs) So anyway, he says, I just want to go home. Instead of just going like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll talk later. We'll yes. talk later about this. I okay, want good. to go. He says, <laughs> I want to go home. And she says, not dot, dot, dot. And then the next panel. Dot, dot, dot. An option. And she's looking at him with the, the like, the intense stare it is it's not sexy it's almost like stern yeah it's like stern yeah like she's like his mother or something yeah and then she then she goes it's a whole nother bubble uh that begins right it's a whole nother bubble but it's like why did couldn't that all be in the same bubble he doesn't speak right okay i'm sorry here we go i'm i I, there's so too much so the next bubble dot 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 (laughs) But I think I may know an ancient cure. And then in the final panel, which is a larger panel than the previous two, she has slid down. So now she's, it's like she's thrusting her boobs up a little bit towards mm-hmm. him. And her, um, her head is near to being on his knee. And her skirt is hiked up a little more. Sure, sure. Yeah. Because when you slide down, yeah, her skirt's coming up. And he truly looks like he wants to go home. Yeah. He looks terrified. He looks like a frightened child who's like, I do not want to ride this roller coaster. Yeah. It's like, I remember going going on, I think it was my nephew who was like, I want to go on this ride at like, it was just like one of those like pirate ship things that just go back and forth and back and forth. He's like, I want to go on that. I think it was my nephew. And um, and so I was like, great, let's go on it. And we got on it. And from moment one, <laughs> right. that it moved like an inch. And he grabbed my arm and was like, I want to get off. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Too late, pal. <laughs> we're, we're in it for a couple of minutes, my friend. And it, this is the best it is. <laughs> so he has that same look. Like, oh I want to go. God. I yeah. want to go. go home. <laughs> So anyway, in the second panel, Brooke McEldowney makes the makes the choice not only of continuing her previous thought with not dot 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 and then dot 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 an option, which I can kind of understand. But yeah, because it's I like don't, not because we're going we're yeah, and we're going an from option. one panel and we're going from yeah. one panel to another. But then it's like, why not just even if you want to do it as two, like the fact that you made it a separate word bubble. Already gives you pause. That gives you pause. That tells yeah, you right exactly. A yeah, and now it's a new thought. It's a whole new thought. You don't need to additionally put in an ellipsis. So it's just it's 
either keep it as one word bubble and then do period and three and do your ellipsis like you always do anyway, you crazy fucking lunatic. <laughs> crazy fucking but like, lunatic! But to, do, but to do a period and then a separate word bubble and then an ellipsis is madness. Anyway, so she's like, I have an ancient cure. The cure is we do it finally. Yeah, we do it. And he's like, still like, I, uh, but I want to go home. So he's not at his home. Even right. though she's his eternal infatuation and obsession, he's yeah. like, still don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's it? It's 93. In 1993, they were like, okay, so let's add this up. Like, how how old are they now? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. And they're they're in their upper twenties. They gotta be. Yeah, yeah. And be. it's like, and all he's done is talk. Uh, oh, they've talked about sex since nineteen ninety three. Yeah, and like, and they're they're in their upper twenties, and um, and neither one of them has any sexual experience. <laughs> <laughs> totally <clears throat> believable. Totally believable. Totally believable. Totally believable. That's. I mean, if they are Catholics, that's what they should do. I mean, unless you know they use the 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 probot, the pro. Wait, what was it? I forget. The the probots and the ambots. What's that's, the probot? So <laughs> probot is probot's the front butt, and the ambots the back is the butt. Yeah, I guess you start off with the amb. Yeah. The pro am. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, because I think we were talking about the am, but it's because of remember the purity rings and girls were having anal right. sex, so right. that's the exactly. am, but exactly. So that so, they like, still they were virgins. They haven't even done that. So yeah, now we're on to the next haven't. one. Now we're on to the next one. Amos still not getting the clue. She's like, I've got another cure, and he's staring down at her. She slid herself down, and she's looking up up at him. He's like, you know what? Since we were speaking about hiccups, I want to talk more about hiccups. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. he says, I've tried all the hiccup cures, dot, 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 sipping from the opposite side of a glass, dot, 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 drop down a line, dot, 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 breathing inside a bag, dot, dot, dot. Hold your breath. Next panel, hold my breath to cure hiccups. No. Just clam up and hold your breath. And then in the final panel, another um, extra large panel, she has her, they're making out and she has his glasses in his hand. Um, just a point of order, it, Your uh, Honor. Point of okay. order. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> the gentleman in the headphones. I would in his say. closet. <laughs> With his, what he refers to as his laundry. His laundry and his when closet of laundry. It's just clothes. A disarray. Is laundry. <laughs> also when they're in a hamper. In his laundry, in a hamper, laundry in but a hanger. The clean clothes should simply be called clothes. But he had something to say, a point of order. <laughs> uh, my point of order is... You don't really hold your breath when you kiss. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You don't really. It's not right. Like you, yeah, because you, you like you breathe through your nose. You breathe and yeah, because you're supposedly enjoying it. <laughs> right. So you're you know you're breathing. Right. right. I mean. Yeah. Uh, 
And also, also, I've tried all the hiccup cures. However, I've never heard of holding my breath to cure hiccups. <laughs> I've tried all of them. Yeah, These two, I, but I'm, holding your breath is the number one. Everyone goes, hold your breath. I've tried all of them. These two and nothing else. And then you said the most obvious one. Obvious one. Not like stand on your head and recite the alphabet or yeah. stare at somebody and try or, to not blink or it's something weird. Right. Yeah. No. Or scare. Hold, somebody goes, ha, ah, scares right. you. Right. No. Hold your breath. Well, she already tried scaring him. She already scared him and it, and it just caused the hiccups. He it wanted to go the home. Hiccups, that's right. He wanted to go home. Here's my thing, though. Another thing okay. that <laughs> it. These are, she's a virgin, supposedly. Look yeah. how she's behaving as a virgin. Like, she, they wouldn't be like, is this it? Are we going to, it's, we're finally going to. And well, then, she, you know, yeah. that you'd be nervous. Even if you knew this person your whole life, you're just like, oh, this is it. You know, it's. No, no, you, no, no, no. No, that's not how, that's not, that's not how ladies. No, she's literally lounging back like how. a prostitute, you know, like, yeah. I'll show you how to do it. No, you're getting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. That's, yeah, oh, that's God. How, oh, God. That's how ladies okay. are. So ladies, ladies be like, uh, I don't know about this sex thing. And then when uh, <laughs> oh, push comes to shove, oh, they're God. like, uh. They know. I know. They know. All the tricks. Oh, God. I know all the tricks. Oh, God. Pro butt, am butt. Am butt. <laughs> temporary butt. I know them all. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> Point of order. Point of order. Oh, yes. The Please distinguished stop. lady in her closet who has, I believe, an obsession with hangers. Ob- objection to that voice. <laughs> <laughs> About it. it seems like we've jumped ahead a little bit because we're on November 10th now. And I'm very excited, though, that... Right, because it was just two people talking about, like, I wonder if they're having fun in Brussels. You know, it's just like, okay. it was just dumb. It okay. was just dumb. Oh, good Lord. I, You know, hold on. Uh, press pause here for a second while I um, uh, remind myself, Juliet's... Husband is what? Elliot. Elliot, right. (laughs) Useless fucking... Useless fucking... Useless fucking warm body Elliot. Are we supposed to start our thing again? Start our what? The recording. What recording? I thought you said to pause. No! Oh, shit. Why did you... (sighs) I pause. Uh-uh, beep, up. Or, uh, uh, okay, start a new what? one. <laughs> start a new one. Brooke, there's never a time that I'm going to want to pause the... God damn it. This is what you get for making fun of me so much last week. Did you start a new one? I have to say Oh, you had so much fun making fun of me last week. Oh, Jeff. Oh, you didn't press record. Interesting. And then I just say the word pause and you're like, oh, I'll pause it. Something we've never done in a recording. And you still don't have it recording. That's fine because I'm going on my tirade now. And I only need my side of it. And here's my side of it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I started up again. It started again? Are you sure it's recording? 
If I happen to say the word stop in a sentence, please do not stop your recording. You said let's pause. I th- I literally thought you were getting like an important phone call uh, or text is right. what I thought. Uh-huh. And so I was and like, oh, we're pausing. <laughs> when have we ever done that? You have left the room to go get a drink and we have not paused. And you didn't pause. I take direction I very gone, well. You I said, let's pause. I'm a, like, okay, let's I pause. I to answer a door, and you did not pause. <laughs> you're like, oh, and then you just talked about me throughout. It, I say the word pause, and suddenly you're like, I better pause the recording for the first time in 21 episodes. <laughs> well, I'm recording now. I'm re-recording. Oh, and, uh, message received. Again. If you say pause, don't hit pause. Again. Someday, though, you're going to say hit pause and you're going to say something very, uh, you know, the funniest was I almost, while you were pausing, said, well, now I can tell you what I was going to tell you earlier. <laughs> I love that, like, for the first time, it's not like. And we haven't established the ground rules of this. Like, we keep talking, and we record everything, and we talk forever, and we have never pressed pause. And then somehow I'm just like, oh, wait, I want to pause for a second so I can look up the character names and remind myself who Why Elliot is. Why wouldn't you is. just say, hey, I, I need to look up the character name? No, this isn't on me. You said this pause. Is this you is said not on pause. Me. What pause this means is... is- this is not on me. I would have said, Brooke, can you pause your recording? I just said, let's pause. And you have literally never, you have never done this. This is not on me. This is on you for like jumping the gun and being like, normally you're like very shy to like, oh, wait, are we, should I press this or that? Nope. You're like boldly just like, <laughs> I'm going to pause this. This is not on They're me. They're called clothes. <laughs> it's not laundry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, so I'm never have... going to live this one down. Oh, my God. But this is. But oh, you my not... God. I, no hesitation, went straight to the pause <laughs> button. No hesitation. Nope. And as I, as I did it, I was like, how do I get it back on? Is that pause? Can I put just push play again? No. I don't know. Because don't know. it started with eep, op, org, op. <laughs> But this is like, you're just so hoisted on your own petard because you made such a big deal of me not recording last week. You were like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, delicious. The, well, because you're always perfect. You do everything right. You know about electronics. <laughs> That's all. How do you like that in your recording? It's all the hangers. I can't hear it. And Zoom. I'll hear it when I hear the recording, if you are indeed recording again. I got hoisted on my own petard because now I have to pick up all the hangers. They fell. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, Here we go. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. All right. So we've jumped ahead because there was just a bunch of nonsense, uh, Brooke says, of um, two people wondering if other people in Brussels are having a good time. So I imagine it was Juliet and Elliot wondering, or Juliet and Gran, because we see the uh, three of them sitting on. No, it wasn't, couch. oddly. It was, it was someone. It was, uh, it was like Seth and someone. Mm. Anyway. I wonder if they had any, if they have any free time in Brussels or something. It was just so stupid. Fun, fun. Yeah. Um, the, what excites me about this one is that um, there's like a hundred words in the first mm-hmm, <laughs> panel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So... Um, 
so Ada, whose hair looks gigantic and mm-hmm. and glorious in this, and What's she's she wearing, wearing <laughs> she's wearing a lime green what turtleneck. Yes, this I hope podcast. that the listeners go turtleneck and they, like say it with us. You <laughs> this know, podcast is brought to you by Turtleneck Depot. <laughs> Um, it, it's also like a, the turtleneck itself, if you look in the second panel, is giant. The, the neck part yeah, of the, the turtleneck. The neck part is, is, is it's giant. Like, it's literally. It's very, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's otherworldly. It's, it's not even like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it looks like the it looks like a screw top to like a syrup bottle or something. Right, yeah. It's like it's like a character in Star Trek the Next Generation, you know. It's yeah, just like yeah. the turtleneck planet. <laughs> yep, it's just like that. <laughs> well, some of those things. It was literally like, you know, a Coke can on their head. They're like, the Coke can planet. I mean, some of the costumes were, you know, <laughs> limited budget, the, limited budget. Turtleneck planet. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, of course, it's a form-fitting Sweater, other. Oh yeah, stuff. oh yeah. Of course, it's just like a, it's like shrink. Yeah, you got to see those boobies. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. No, no, don't no. Uh, uh, point of order. I knew you were about to do the voice. Okay, I so wasn't. she's. I wasn't. Oh, I, I thought I you wasn't were. actually. Okay. No, I, I can. Thank in God. retrospect, I see why. Um. So Edda's on the phone. Brooke, take it away. Hi, mom. It's me. I just wanted to ask. Dot dot dot. Do you remember that story you told me about how you and Dad were supposed to attend a high school dance, but you ditched it, dot, 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 and Dad had the hiccups and the special way you made them go away? Oh, God. Next panel. Well, dot, 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 drop down to a whole new bubble, dot, 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 I just made Amos's hiccups go away. Now we cut to a couch where Juliet is sitting in the middle and Gran, who looks angry, is uh, sitting on her right. Elliot's sitting on her left. And Juliet says, Etta, sweetie, as fate would have it, you're on speakerphone. Say hi to everyone. Okay. How would they know what the special way? Well. Like they're all. Also. Let's let's imagine for a moment that we live in a world where a mother would be like, (laughs) would be like, let me tell you a story about um, your father and I in high school. And he was so nervous because I wanted to I wanted to fuck and he was nervous about Mm -hmm. it. So Mm -hmm. he got the hiccups. So Mm -hmm. I got rid of them by screwing him. Like, it's like what? Yeah. And, and if, if if that were, you know, if my mom had said that to me, I would go, Mom, um, I'm now going to stab my ears with a, <laughs> a steak knife also, because I never want to hear anything ever again. Why would you tell me that about what you and dad did? I don't want to know. I mean, it's just that. Remember the story you told me about how you lost your virgin? I mean, it's just like. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe, maybe if you asked, like, when did you lose your virginity or what? Even that, even that, though, you would never ask your mom. I, I've never asked my mom that. 
No, and then whenever the, it makes me sick just thinking about it right now. And then like the I don't want to know any of that. And then the moment you lose it, like then, like you call your mom specifically to say, "I finally fucked my boyfriend." I finally fucked my boyfriend, <laughs> and it was the same way you did, mom. Yeah, he had the in that sweet. We Thank had the same story. Now, so, okay. So they I mean, definitely have just... had sex, and we did not, and in the interim, in the intervening strips that we have not looked at, there was no, there was no moment of this happening, right? Yes, there was, but you know what it was? What? The hands. The hands. He, how he always does the moment where he it's like seven pictures of the hands entwined and of various states of like oh uh, like you know like the like the dumb the dumb veterinarian tech and the veterinarian yes right it's like it's that whole thing it's that and then there was another one where she's skipping down the street with hearts coming out and he's like the last panel is him with his hair all crazy going like. I don't have the hiccups anymore. You know, I mean, it's just so, it's just stupid. But I, we can go back and do them if you'd like it. I can pull no, it up right now. No, no, that sounds great. That sounds Yeah, it's perfect. just like, it was just like, because uh, this says, you know, I made him go away. So we know he lost his hiccups. So it's yeah. just like, it's just so stupid. Okay. But yeah, it's just that whole thing of intertwining the hands. Like, because there's like 10 different ways the hands are, you know. Yeah. And you can tell, like, oh, this is what. Never mind. Never mind. All I'm right. Not, why am I even discussing what the hands mean? It's so stupid. <laughs> so then in the next one, oh, on, God, November, we're on, the next on, one. I'm on November 11th, um, a day of Veterans Day. Yeah, a day of remembrance uh-huh. for veterans. Um, now we're in a rehearsal studio, and Etta is sitting at the piano, and Amos has his cello. He seems to be sitting on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no attempt to draw. He a... forgot to draw a chair. I mean, I literally think it's he forgot. He's. It's like <laughs> he's just got really good core muscles, and he can just hold <laughs> You can sit in that position and hold. Oh the chair my away. God! There is no chair. It's really the more you look at it, the more upsetting it is. There's no <laughs> there's chair. No, he forgot to draw a chair. You don't see like a leg of a chair. Ha-ha. You don't see part of a stool sticking out. From, no, because like, even that him. thing in the back is the is the piano. Yeah, that's there's no. Or no, that's the bot. No, that's the little pointy thing that the cello hits the floor with. Uh-huh. <laughs> that. That's the pointy thing. That yeah. Was, that the cello hits the floor. <laughs> but it is. Everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say that. Is, does it have a term? What does it do? Is there like a musical I term? Know, I don't know what it's called. But that it hits the floor with it. Well, so your cello's not resting on the floor. It has a little pointy thing. No, I get it. It's the pointy (laughs) thing that the cello hits the floor with. But there is... (laughs) Totally normal way to describe it. Oh, God. There is no chair, though. There's no... He forgot to draw a chair. There is no chair whatsoever. Let's see what it's called. (laughs) Here's a drawing and a pin. 
Now, I, I'm not saying that I can't believe you didn't know it was called an end pin. I was just laughing. Oh, an end at pin. That, okay. that the yeah. cello hits the floor with. Hits the floor. <laughs> That's why you always describe the, the panels, because I have no, I, I don't describe it things well. Well. I don't. It just tickled me. Okay. Anyway. I'm going to pause for a second. So Do you like want to pause for a second? Let me go. <laughs> oh, God. Please, no. Um, (laughs) it is, uh, it is delightful though, that, um, that there is literally nothing he's sitting on. (laughs) Nothing. I mean, it is hysterical. It's so weird. Yeah. It just like, the more you look at it, the more you're like, what, like, why would you stop drawing? Why? Why would you not draw something that says he's on a chair? I see a hint of the piano bench that she's sitting on. Why not? Why not his? His whatever he's sitting on. You know what? He probably just has a stick in his butt that um, he's balancing on. That's right. But it just goes right up there. In his am butt. That's his his end pin. His end (laughs) pin. Most cellists have an end pin yeah, because they, it, to carry a chair around, you're already carrying uh, your cello around, which it's is so like much. such so a much. hassle. Yeah. And then to carry a chair around, but yeah, you just uh, have an end pin yeah. and you just shoop, there you're if on you it. Don't have, if you don't have an end pin, you can't be a cellist. Well, not not a professional. I mean, like not <laughs> right. someone like Amos. You could, you could sit on like a stool like a yeah. fucking idiot right. or you could well, have an end pin in your butt. And most rehearsal rooms in an orchestra hall don't have chairs. They just don't. They're all BYOC. Yeah, BYOC. When you're going to an international cello competition, they don't have any chairs for cellists. You have to bring your own Uh, end pin. B-Y-O-E-P. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It says on the invitation to the international cello Uh, competition. It's it's always the English um, acronym. It's just it's just the way it evolved. Anyway, so Etta shockingly on the left speaks first. She's behind the piano. He's floating nearby. Floating nearby on his floating nearby with his with his cello. And Etta says We have only a limited amount of time. Dot dot dot. Drop down a line. Dot dot dot. Our hands and our minds should remain on our music. Agreed. So where do you want to begin? And then the second panel, they just look at each other. And then the third panel, he has uh, has her um, pressed against the piano keyboard and is making out with her. She, from the position of her left arm, it it looks possibly partially unwelcome <laughs> this advance yeah you're right you're right she's like her arm is back and she's like bracing it's not like she's like wrapped right. her arm around him and also like one might argue in uh-huh. his if one was arguing in his defense mm-hmm. well like it would make sense that you might like have to like rest your arm back but it, right. it is truly not ever a concern of his that the laws of gravity are followed when it comes to like no. Etta nope. embracing Amos. No. Nope. It's never been the case. She is frequently just wrapping her legs and arms around him in crazy uh, positions. In crazy. So. Uh, may I also 
Yes. Say. Oh, no. I'm sorry. For, no. Oh, well, let's pause. Let's pause. <laughs> we want to talk about no! it. <laughs> the, okay, so where is the cello? You're at an um, international cello competition. It's it's your cello that you will be playing. Has he thrown it to the ground? I mean, no, like it's it, just it, fl- it's on its end pin. It's just floating there. It's just floating pin. on its end pin. Okay, and you'll it's notice like, we see his his backside, so we can tell that he has retracted his end pin. <laughs> he has retracted. It does look like he's like ow that end pin, like, like how he's standing. It does kind of look it like is, oh. it, it, like his his legs are together. Yeah, as he's like embracing her. It's very it's very weird. It almost is very like. Weird. He fell into her going like, that hurt. The end pen hurt instead well, of way, like, I'm. And I don't know why you go to the trouble of drawing, drawing the piano bench in this final panel. Because it kind of looks like it's crimping the back of his yeah, knees. Yeah. So I don't Like know he didn't he, move it to get to her. He like, like, he like scooted in. No, no, no thought is given to where the cello went, but let's None. make sure we know where the fucking piano bench piano is. benches, and it's just like it's it, yeah, and just that someone at an international cello competition would be so concerned about their cello, but he's just gonna throw it to the ground and you know squish in the, through the piano bench. Well, once again, once again, the amount of time it would take to get from panel two to panel three is is it, like he'd have to set his cello down mm-hmm. and walk around and then have her Scoot stand in. up and yeah. have her stand up, move the I mean, it's just a lot. There's like a she lot. wouldn't just come out from behind the piano if she saw him putting his cello down. Yeah. She Not just right. waits at the piano for him. She's like, what are you doing? What's that? Yeah. We've had sex, so now I have to go back into not understanding Being coy, yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, my God. Before okay. I was like, I know how to cure your fucking hiccups. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because my mom's been telling me that story since I was yeah. three. That was she, my bedtime story. How 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 I lost my virginity to your dad. Uh, honey, have I ever told? Yes, mother. Yes. God. Jesus. Oh my God. God. Oh my God. Dad had hiccups. Oh so my he, God. Like, he had the hiccups. This is scarring me for life. Right there in front of the high school, you just like, like climbed on top of him. Jesus. And then he didn't have hiccups. Also, apparently, you no longer have shame. You keep telling me about this. <laughs> well, and you know, it probably ends with, and nine months later, we had you and had to get of married. Course. You yeah. know, I mean, and mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, very excited. Now, again, this is a really fun, fun run here because now we are uh, on the next day. Um, sorry, veterans, that that was. <laughs> That was your Veterans Day. (laughs) And now it's the day after Veterans Day. And we're seeing uh, this same clinch against the piano from through a window. And then the next panel, we're a bit farther back. And then the next panel, we're even farther back and in a cage. (laughs) In a cage of chicken wire (laughs) on a neighboring rooftop. Are three people we see from the back, all of them with uh, binoculars or cameras uh-huh. watching. Uh huh. Okay, that's watching that's what's happening. Watch them. Watch. Do it on a piano. Also, where is the cello? <laughs> now, my bigger question 
is what? Why are they in a chicken wire cage? What is this uh, on the top of a building? The only thing I can gather is it's like because I can't. Where are they? I can't even remember where they are. Brussels, that's right. Maybe there's a building in Brussels, like the Empire State Building, and you know how they do it so you can't commit suicide off of the top of those sure, buildings. Sure, but why and make so, that? Ch- why make that choice? Why not just make a slow railing that's not as distracting and not as like what am I? What am I looking right, at? Right, why, that they're in like chicken they, wire prison. Why? Are, why are why are these people in a concentration camp <laughs> looking at? <laughs> Looking at a Mizanetta, and why, if they're in a concentration camp, are they, they given have... cameras? Yeah. <laughs> What's long happening? range cameras? Yeah, because I mean, two of them look like I mean, they're large binoculars. These are like gigantic or or cameras. They're large, the but they're acting like huge. they're acting like there's so much paparazzi at an international cello festival. Is that well? You've read ahead, so you know. Is that what's happening? Well, I uh, don't know. I don't know, but it's because I don't. I never really look that deep into them as I'm doing it. <laughs> and then you always bring up something, you know, that I haven't seen because I'm just like, but but yeah, I didn't even. I thought they were looking through those things on a, you know, that are. Um, what do you call uh, it? The oh shit! Now I can't think. But it's the you know when you the for tourists that you look through when you're on top of a tourist oh, right, site right. Like you a, can look yeah through the, like the put in a quarter and look through yeah, the, right. the binoculars. Yeah. But but now now that I think of the storyline, it makes no sense. Of course they're cameras. Of course okay, they are. So okay. So okay. wait a second. So now we're now we're on to the next one, and things get even more confusing. The first panel is a from a distance we see a red balloon with a basket beneath it and i think then from the second panel now we're in the basket i think this is not a neighboring building i think it is people in a hot air balloon and oh that's right i had blocked that out i forgot and it's a bunch of people with binoculars and some people with cameras uh like actual like film cameras not uh not still cameras like uh, it looks like TV camera and then a small handheld camera is what it looks like. And then the final one is now Amos has her. This is this would be breaking her back. Yeah, he has her, he has her bent down, um, bent backwards over the piano. OK, like her. So her. It's yeah, as, it w- there would be nothing comfortable or fun about this. Even even if this was a countertop. Even if this was a countertop where you were pressed against and then leaned back, yeah. you would have to lean back 90 degrees. 90, and you'd be like, ow, I got to move. Can we but move to the floor, please? But, it, it's, but it's also like a piano like has the keyboard then. So then it's like, how I, how is she in this position? Anyway, why why am I even questioning that? How are they? How is anyone in any position? It's like there's no... Evidence that uh, that Brooke McEldowney understands basic anatomy, <laughs> how bodies work, or how people behave, or how people talk, other than himself. She's bent back. They're still making out, and in the background, through the window, we see the red balloon. But here's the best part to me is that it's so stupid that I forgot it was a balloon. I mean, I literally blacked out that it was a balloon because when we were talking about it earlier, I, I was like, well, maybe it's a... And I knew what it was, but blacked it out because it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's yeah. in a balloon in the middle of a city 
a hot air balloon? A, a bunch of people. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and every that we see, and every person there. And there's also more than that because those, um, none of those people are. There's not a guy with yellow hair that I see, and there's not a lady in a beret, and there's not a guy in a blue suit. So there's three more people that were the first time that we saw people looking at them through chicken wire. Again, why on this, now? even knowing it's a hot air balloon with a weird giant basket, still the chicken wire is very strange. Well, because like usually on a hot air balloon, you're just in the basket. Yeah, it's just a they basket. They don't have a... But, like, this is some sort of weird, this is like some Montgolfier Brothers contraption from Paris, from the Paris Expo before right. the turn of the 19th, 1890. Cent, 20th century. Before the turn of the 20th century of, like, some some fever dream of what a hot air balloon looks like. <laughs> because this is not what a balloon in 2008 looks like. This is, like, an yeah. etching from a yeah. museum of, like, the very first attempts hot at air flight. Bal- right, attempt at flight. Okay, so, <laughs> and also, like, when you're in a hot air balloon, you're looking into a building and go like, oh, people are having sex. I mean, you're looking around at the beauty of the landscape and the well, all that. Sure. You won't, you wouldn't notice that they, someone, is that someone having sex? And like, everyone goes, is it? They're not even having sex. They're just kissing. It's just, they're just kissing. And also just to my earlier point. So we see two, four, six, seven, and there's three other people that, we saw that are in the yeah. corner of it. Yeah. So there's at least 10 people in this balloon. 10 people so in the balloon. It's, I gotta, it's in Brussels right. and there's a sightseeing hot air balloon in Brussels. In, in the middle of the city. In the middle of the city. Brussels hot air balloon. But to me, like, if that's how far away it is, the first one showing us the hot air balloon... Well, no, yeah. I guess it's getting closer. So they're getting closer to a high-rise building with a hot air balloon. Okay, so I mean, uh, we talk, I mean, we've got a catastrophe coming. Okay, so what does Brussels look like? Like, what are the? I don't know, but I'm looking up that there's. I can't read it because it's in French, but there is a place called Aero Volare Montgolfier. So I was. I was on the right track with the Montgolfier brothers. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they give hot air balloon rides? Um, I don't know. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't appear that there can't 10 best balloon rides. 10 best balloon <laughs> rides? <laughs> this, this is just on TripAdvisor, so it's like oh. uh, one is... I, but when you see hot tell. air balloons, you don't see them going in a city, do they you? I don't... It would be very dangerous to do That's what I city. think. Look how close it finally is in the last panel to the window. It's like it, you... It's unclear that this is... I just a... think it... I mean, and, and please, you know, listeners, someone correct us if we're wrong, but I think that a hot air balloon this close to a high-rise building... Is no, dangerous. those people are in danger. Well, because you can't control it. That's why. Hot right. Air that's what I mean. It's not like you can. I mean, you can move it and that, but it's like you can go up that and down, precisely. You, no, you can go up and down, but you're you really are at the whims of the wind. And in a city with high rises, the winds. There's a lot of crazy updrafts, and there's a lot of. It would be dangerous. Well, and also like. 
every person on the hot air balloon wants to watch them. It's like, yeah. I mean, they're literally acting like it's, you know, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Like, it's like, it's a cello competition, an amateur cello competition. They are sad that they missed the first time they fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, "Well, the second time will probably be good, too, so we should watch. In this hot air, <laughs> but there, but the, but there's so many in a hot voyeurism air runs in this in a hot comic. Air it's like, yeah. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's get okay, to number eight. This is okay. the last one in this episode, and then continued in our next episode. I guess this is a place to stop. We're wrapping. Yes, up here. yes, we're stopping right here. We're stopping yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we see the two of them from behind, and they're looking at each other. Their clothes are still on, but their hair is a bit must both. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Etta says, I love you. I love you, too. In the next panel, we now are around front, and we can see the window in the background, and Etta says, Do you think anybody saw us? Then we're closer on them, and over Etta's shoulder, we can see the red balloon. Of course not, Amos says. We're 12 floors up. Um... <laughs> Right. We're trouble. The next day should be a hot air balloon accident that kills right. them. You right. know, I mean, it's should like because the hot to be continued should, but of course it's not. The next day is Cleveland is Brussels Balloon Fest, <laughs> a recreation of the 1986 Cleveland <laughs> Balloon Fest, only with hot air balloons instead of latex balloons. You, I mean, it just is like. It makes total sense. He's a hot air balloon enthusiast. (laughs) And he probably dresses up in like 1800 clothes and goes on hot, you know, and belongs to a club, a balloonist club. Let's let's go back to the previous one where we, it's never, it's never very clear exactly what we're looking at. Right. We see the balloon in a dist from a distance, but like mm-hmm. the basket is so small in the first panel mm-hmm. of the previous one that you yeah. can't tell what it is, but it just gives you enough hint to be like, oh, that's what I'm looking at when I see the close up of the people looking. Right, right. But then the that close up is close enough that we're not really getting a picture of what we're looking at. Right. Of what it is. Also, this is just honestly, this is not anywhere at all. It, it's like he looked up. He looked up hot air balloons and like modern hot air balloons came up and he was like, no, I will no, not no, draw no. that. I got, so it's got to be the find... one that Rita Hayworth gave a hot dog to <laughs> Martine. <laughs> throwing it, hot dogs for Yeah, him. right. Who knows what kind of world we're living in? I'm looking at these old pictures of like vintage hot air balloons and this is definitely more the inspiration for what he drew. The balloon itself is just a sphere, so it can't be a hot air balloon because a hot air balloon has to have some sort of neck that the hot air goes up into the balloon. Like, otherwise, how does it... So it's got to be... It's some sort of airship that is just a giant ball filled with helium or hydrogen. Let's hope it's hydrogen. Let's... Um, (laughs) And they Hindenburg it there in Brussels. But... Um, it's just a giant, as we see, as we see in the, 
in the last panel, it's a big sphere, a red uh-huh. sphere uh-huh. that has no, that just has guy wires holding it down, uh, attaching it to a basket. But like there's, it's just a sphere filled with some sort of lighter than air substance. And this is not a way that people travel in anything. And it's not, it's definitely <laughs> not a hot air balloon because it can't be. Because there's no way for the hot air, you don't, you don't, like a hot air balloon, like, you don't fill it with hot air and then tie it off and be like, that air will stay hot forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it has to go like, (sighs) it's got to do that thing. You have to have fire under it to keep it hot, to keep it lighter than air, to give you lift. Otherwise, it just cools off and you go back onto the ground instead of 120 feet off the, off the earth. In near buildings like you're floating close enough to a building like it's it's utter madness that that is right on par with like the this whole this I whole, mean literally the like, headline romance. is international cello competition you know racked with grief from hot air balloon <laughs> tragedy is the headline you know i yeah. mean it's like yeah. and and a promising uh, a promising cellist Killed in hot air balloon. You know, it's they like... They wouldn't be killed, though. They would witness this dozen to two dozen people, like, dying either at, you know... Uh, all we can imagine is that it's hydrogen, so it would be a fiery... Right, but what if it smashed into, into those windows and just blew up? They'd be blown to bits. They would be, but, but like... I don't know... <laughs> It's not like the Hindenburg blew up because of like a spark because of like either like sabotage or like lightning or static electricity spark, like set it on fire. Like it's not just bumping into something. But hitting the side of a building wouldn't get a spark going. (laughs) Chicken wire hitting the side of a building. The chicken wire scratching along. The balloon is going to hit the side of it. The the chicken wire basket that the people are trapped (laughs) in because they're prisoners who are in a new Belgian version of a prison where they float in the air and have to look at people as a punishment. Oh my god! (laughs) It's it's such madness. But at least, thank God, we're done with this. We're done with their time in Brussels, and we can move uh, on to something next episode. Jeff? Yes? Jeff, th- this is eight of, I think, like, 38. I mean, it's... Oh, God. Oh, God. He's going to pull his laundry down and start ripping it. He's just furious. He's going to so put the, pan- so the the pajama bottoms back with the top because he's so crazy it, right now. It's madness. Well, it's madness. I'm, this my closet may as well have pajama bottoms m- mixing randomly with my t-shirts because this is madness that there is that there is more to this. So there's more that happens in Brussels. Oh no! There's I can't even tell you. Have they? Have they? Have we skipped over the cello competition, or is the cello competition to come? It's what? to come. Okay, so Brooke, give us much in the same way of a prestige HBO drama such as The Last of Us, which is currently airing and is very good. Mm-hmm. At the end of the first episode, there's like a this season, 
mm-hmm. on The Last of Us and gives you a hint of like where things are going. Can you give our listeners a hint of where we will be traveling in our next because we're going to wrap this up in two more episodes, correct? We're going to squeeze hope. them in. I hope no, I no. can I can pull some help. out too. I mean, and some it'll go fast, like the like last episode when okay. some of them went really fast. Okay. So, but, but give us a hint of what is to come. Cello competition with sex, people seeing sex, people listening to sex, people wanting to have sex. <laughs> That's it. So the floodgates are open. Floodgates now, are opening. Now that the hiccups are gone. <laughs> the There's also a scandal. Oh. Great. See, you buried the lead. Oh. There's there's <laughs> sex, more sex, voyeurism and a scandal. Also cello playing. <laughs> yes, also cello playing. Yeah. So a lot of lot of balloon talk this this episode. A lot we, of balloon talk. But I'm still, I'm a little of, yes. And I'm a little afraid that I didn't remember it was a balloon. I mean, it's kind of scaring <laughs> me well, that I had blacked it out. Like that we're, that I'm talking about them being on a building and you're like, well, maybe it's like the Empire State Building. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, and yeah. Fully, fully knew, remember. had seen it and had not, did not remember because it's so dumb. Or, it's so dumb. It blew my brain out. Oh, well, it's, just an, you know, once again, it's just it's time well spent. It's time well spent looking at this comic strip and 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 enjoying the brilliance. Okay, of it. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the sixth one again, and <laughs> I got to give it to myself. I got to give myself a break. Not give it to myself, but give myself a little break <laughs> because in the sixth one, it does look like a building. It no, doesn't totally look like a balloon. No, but I think it's all the the. The implication is that these all of these people are on this balloon. On the balloon, yeah. And they're on a balloon tour that goes through the city of Brussels. To the city of Brussels. And when you're on a balloon tour, you're like, wait, look in the window over there. Is someone kissing? Well, if, you're, if your hot air balloon is going through a city, like what else is the purpose of it other than to look into buildings and see what you can see? <laughs> like, but even when you're that far away, you know, it's like you never really – like you wouldn't be like immediately go like, oh, wait a minute. You know, let's look over there at that. You know, you'd just be like – you'd be in awe that you're <laughs> – why are we trying no. to explain? No, everybody is fascinated. Like the – Everybody is fascinated with the romance of Amos and Etta. Yeah. And so um, even internationally, people that don't even know who they are are fascinated with him. And so like Brooke McEldowney just got it in his head that what he wanted was that um, people – he wanted to put them in a situation where people saw them. And also if this is a rehearsal space, that chances are like a rehearsal studio – like I've never been in a rehearsal studio that was for music that had external windows because of the sound. The oh sound. My you God, be, you're right. You it's always in an, you would be in. in an oh my room. God! Yes. Like maybe it's not a practice hall. Maybe it's their hotel room. Like they have a grand piano in their hotel room. Sure. <laughs> yes. They just move. And tourists, hot- yes, and tourists are in a hot air balloon well, flying through Brussels. Here's so another sure. wrinkle. Let me add another wrinkle. That that is a international cello competition news balloon. 
<laughs> Trying to get dirt on everybody. Thank you for tuning in to International <laughs> Cello Competition News. I'm your host, Bill Swartzondo. I, I love the idea that it's an International Cello we Competition a, News. Hold on, I'm getting word. We have an update. Hold on, I'm getting word. I'm getting... Breaking. We have live pictures from our International Cello Competition News Balloon. Where are you, News Balloon? I know that you're We're at the whims of... We're up the 12th floor. I know that you're at the whims of the wind and weather, but I understand that you have... Uh, that the this wind is, is such good scoop. We're risking our lives coming in close to the 12th floor where Amos and Etta was supposed to be rehearsing for the International Cello Competition here in Brussels, but now I'm making out. Oh, dear. It's uh, what, what, what good luck that uh, the fortuitous winds have capriciously pushed <laughs> you towards a window where you can see Amos and Etta making out against a piano. Is that I see in the pictures now? You're you very betcha. close to this building. Just a lucky day for the International Cello Competition news balloon. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! <laughs> Now Amos has taken his in-pen out of his ass. <laughs> Our fleet of international cello competition news balloons are always covering all across Europe to bring us the latest scoops that a news balloon can bring you. Just wait till next month in Munich when we take the international cello. <laughs> we can only hope that the winds blow our balloons to Munich. That is the only way we can get them there. Is only way to get it there, because we're hoping, limited on funds. Yeah, hoping that uh, you really can't control a balloon, and so we're just hoping for a good, steady, easterly breeze to blow them from Brussels all the way to Munich. And if they get there, well, let's hope they get good pictures. <laughs> oh, no, I think I think a news I think a news balloon is the answer. Yes, it has to be what it, it is. It has to be the international, but it's the international cello competition. It's not just a news balloon. It's the international no, cello competition news news. Balloon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you... I think we've reached the end pin of our episode. Yeah, let's just stick it up our time, ass until next time. Time to suck the end pin back inside and move on with our day. <laughs> Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chickweed lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chickweed Rage, that's us. Send us a message and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. No, that's the little pointy thing that the cello hits the floor with. Uh-huh. <laughs> that... That's the pointy thing. Yeah. That the cello hits the floor. Uh.